This is Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission. Welcome to Episode 42 of Downtown Lowdown with Downtown Halifax Business Commission, recorded on February 11th, 2021. This is where you can find out all you need or want to know about Downtown Halifax. I'm Ivy Ho, Director of Communications. And I'm Alana McDonald-Mills, Director of Marketing. We are your hosts for Downtown Lowdown. We'll be giving you the lowdown on what's new in business, resources, and issues that affect downtown. We also talk to key individuals that help to make Downtown Halifax better. On BizBuzz, we have business updates and milestones, some updates on what is open in downtown Halifax, African Heritage Month, Dine Around, and we talk about Random Acts of Kindness Week, March Break in downtown Halifax, and the Open Online Digital Grant. But first, Ivy will be talking to Dr. Lisa Barrett, a clinician scientist with Dalhousie University. Her expertise is in infectious disease and human immunology. Dr. Barrett and her team have been organizing COVID-19 pop-up rapid testing events in the community. We're recording this episode via video conferencing, so we apologize in advance for any issues with the sound quality. Dr. Lisa Barrett is a clinician scientist with expertise in infectious disease and human immunology. She received her PhD and MD from Memorial University in Newfoundland. Her doctoral work investigated antiviral responses to hepatitis C virus in the context of HIV co-infection. Dr. Barrett completed an internal medicine residency at Dalhousie University in 2009 and an adult infectious disease fellowship at the University of Toronto in 2011. She completed postdoctoral and clinician scientist training at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in Maryland, where she was the immunologic lead on several early phase clinical trials investigating direct acting antiviral therapy for hepatitis C virus and a phase one trial of immune based therapy for hepatitis B virus. Her postdoctoral human immunology studies examined the impact of hepatitis C infection and viral clearance of immunologic aging. Dr. Barrett joined Dalhousie University in 2013 and established the Senescence Infection and Immunity Laboratory, which combines her infectious disease and immunology expertise and is comprised of an expert team of clinical and basic science researchers. She's been organizing COVID-19 pop-up rapid testing events in the community with her colleague, Dr. Todd Hatchett, a team of researchers and volunteers, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Thank you for joining us today on Downtown Lowdown, Dr. Lisa Barrett, or can I call you Lisa? I feel like we're very close since I did swab your nose. More on that later. Uh, but uh, So Lisa, uh, why did you develop the COVID-19 pop-up testing events, first of all? Well, it was done in conjunction with public health, Dr. Todd Hatchett, and a whole bunch of people, but really what we were interested in is extending the opportunity for people to be involved in the COVID effort to play their part, also get to know their status. But really, it was all about bringing the community into this idea of know your status for COVID. We know that this is a virus that transmits from person to person without any symptoms. And there's no way we're ever going to keep ahead of the virus, either this one or the variants, without doing lots of testing in lots of people who don't have symptoms in spaces where you may not be far apart or with your mask on. So mask off. Mm. And that was the whole idea. Okay. So this is a rapid test. How does it differ from the test that you get at a primary assessment center? Yeah, great question. So the primary assessment centers do a PCR test. And basically that detects the genetic material of the virus. 
Uh, it is considered, you know, everyone uses the term gold standard. Uh-huh. Um, it is still a lab test. It has its own flaws as well, but it is considered to be one of the most sensitive and specific tests that we have for COVID-19. Great test, but it takes special equipment to do it, and it takes a number of days to get the results back. So overall, if you're looking to know your status for an evening, then it's going to be a little more challenging to use that form of testing. In the case of the rapid test that we are particularly using, it doesn't detect the genetic material of the virus. It actually just detects pieces of the virus itself. Same swab, though. So it is that back-of-the-nose kind of swab for the moment. Uh, Take that swab, and we put it into some fluid, put it onto something that looks kind of like a pregnancy test, and then, boom, within 15 minutes, right on the site, you've got the answer, and you can text it out to someone very quickly so they know their status for the next 12 or 24 hours right away. So you say that, you know, they'll, they'll they'll know their status for the evening. So who should get this test? You know, We're at that point in the pandemic where everyone wants it to be over. And I got to tell you, that includes me. Uh (laughs) I I love the P word, but I'm a little bit done with it now. Pandemic and I, yeah, I'd love to be done. But we're not done. And just because we have vaccines coming, we still need to find a way of getting back to life that includes COVID. So I like to call it safer COVID living. A great big part of safer COVID living, as we can see right now with variants around the world, includes getting and wearing great masks, keeping some distance where you can, but also in places like Atlantic, well, Nova Scotia at least at the moment, the rest of the Atlantic is having a little bit more challenge. Uh uh Um, At least in Nova Scotia, we can hopefully keep ahead of new cases by doing lots of testing. So who should get tested was your question. Uh It's a long way of saying Everyone should get tested, and not just once. I love it when people tell me, yes, I got tested back in November. And I'm like, that's great. Now it's time to consider getting tested again. The answer is, unless you live alone and never leave your house, and I mean ever, and you never have anyone come into your house, then you should consider some form of repeat testing, whether that's once a month, once every couple of weeks, If you're somebody who's out and about, has lots of kids and lots of social contacts a couple of times a week, everyone should consider getting tested. The frequency will change depending on who you are. And if you're going out and you're going to be in mask off situations that are condoned and and what public health tell us we can do, great time to get a uh, rapid test because then you know as you head in to do your activity that you're going to be negative for that evening. And that really, really, really reduces your chances that you could spread this virus to someone else. Right, because I, I volunteered at the last pop-up at the convention. Yeah, center. you were great. <laughs> I don't know if I was great, but I tried very hard. <laughs> and nobody screamed, nobody bled, so it was fine, I guess. Oh, um, that's great. So I was at uh, the pop-up testing site a couple of weeks ago, and there were some interesting groups of people that came in, uh, you know, people that were socializing for the evening. They were out, you know, going to the bar or going to a restaurant for dinner. There were some people that were doing it for work, uh, which right. I found really interesting, like just before their shift. And there was one person who was uh, who has an elderly grand or uh, elderly mother that they're going to visit. So I thought those were really interesting. You know, I didn't really ask them why they were getting tested they just kind of like mentioned it uh so you know i thought that was great like those are the great reasons to you know not only just 
just do it, you know, like on a regular basis if you're going to be out and, uh, out and about in, in the community. But, you know, those are other great reasons to get tested, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess the question I get asked most frequently in the last couple of weeks is, look, we've got zero cases. Why the heck am I going mm-hmm. to get my nose swabbed right now? Is that really something that's going to help us out? And I think the really good message to get out to people, as you just mentioned, a rapid test, amazing if you're going to go out and see somebody who might be very vulnerable. Or if you're going to go out for the evening with a group of people, like, I don't go out to dinner anymore with folks unless I know they've gotten tested that day, if the testing is available. That doesn't mean I never go with people who haven't been tested. Sometimes you can't get tested. It's not always around. But, you know, why would you if you didn't have to take extra risk right now. And I would love to keep my favorite social activities open. And the way I know we can do that is to keep our cases low and to know about them before you'd ever expect it. And that means that lots of testing right now by everyone keeps cases low. So that's a difference that I don't think is out there yet. But lots of tests keep cases low. Mm -hmm. It's not just get tested when the cases are high. It's lots of tests keep cases low. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Keep us safe. Um, yeah. And it, I mean, you came out like, you know, I don't think you'd ever done any sort of testing. Oh, oh gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the whole point of this. This does, this is not a medical test. This is not a medical procedure. This is just a part of us doing COVID living these days. And that honestly really should include most people. Like, take a stab at it. If you don't want to do a test and you really are fearful, there's lots of other jobs to do with the testing sites. But um, being a nose to be swabbed is also contributing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that brings me to the, the events, uh, the testing events, that uh, these pop-up testing events on uh, there was a couple. There was one a couple of weeks ago at the convention center. Uh, there's one again this weekend. Um, although this is this episode is uh, airing or released um, after the event, uh, but it's at the convention center again. Um, tell us what goes on at these events. What can people expect um, as somebody who wants to get tested? Right. So expect that there won't be a ton of notice as to where it's going to be. We don't want people traveling too far to get these tests. Um, that's part of public health orders still is stay pretty close to home unless you're headed out for a specific reason. Um, so not too much notice. We, there's two different types of pop-up testing at the moment. The one that's going around the province, Praxis Medical, one of our partners, is doing an amazing job of going around the province to offer rapid testing anywhere and everywhere. So we get a sense of virus all around the province. But right now we're also offering this sort of well, I think of as the social and business stream in the downtown areas and urban areas. And what you'd expect is to come in, be greeted with a lot of thank yous and a couple of questions just to make sure you're the right person. And that means no symptoms, no contacts, no exposures, no travel, which, hooray, most Nova Scotians have figured out. That's amazing. Um, and I really appreciate that. <laughs> um, so then you are whisked forward to a registration site. All we do is take your cell phone number and name and ask you to send your name to uh, a telephone number that's a privacy state cell phone. And that's it. No health card number, no funny questions. I don't really want to know anything else about anyone other than that. (laughs) Right. Uh, And then we whisk forward to get the swab done. That could be a volunteer of any background who would be doing it. They're all trained and they're excellent. And we all do it the right way. We've got lots of quality control to make sure we do it well. 
back of the nose swab kind of feels weird. I wouldn't say it's painful at all. If people are doing it properly, it just feels kind of weird. And then out the door you go, and we text you within about 20 minutes with the results to your phone. And that is it. There's lots of music, lots of fun, lots of relaxed people. Um, This is not a medical uh, environment at all. It's more meant to make this part of your living. You go to the airport early to go through security to get on your flight. Now you're going to get COVID testing before you go out for your evening out. This is the new COVID security. Yeah, I was amazed how, how quick it was for somebody walking through the door, getting registered, tested, and out the door again. It's probably between four to five minutes. Yeah. It's very quick. Very swift. And, and I would say the, <laughs> the biggest holdup is that some people want to have a chat. This, uh, I mean, not going to lie, it's my biggest outing of the week when I'm doing <laughs> pop-ups. So I love chatting with people. And, and we Nothing got a wrong couple, with that. <laughs> chatters on the registration desk who uh, love to find out who the people in front of them are and find out what they're up to. So um, that it is a bit of a social experience, not going to lie. Yep. Um, and uh, we love the fact that people feel pretty relaxed, even folks who have, um, we call them the virgin noses, who've never had a test before. Um, we get to uh, see those folks, and they get really relaxed pretty quickly. It's a pretty, I don't know, what's the best word, chill environment. I yeah, that's yeah it is. I think it is. Because, um, yeah, when I was there, I, I felt like it was, you know, socializing. You know, even though I was volunteering, I was all masked up with the robe and everything. And and uh, But it was it was a good event, and uh, people seemed, they were a bit nervous at first, you know, especially if they hadn't gotten tested before. But then afterwards, they were like, ah, it's done. I, I feel, you know, relieved. I can go out, and, and I'm negative for the evening, you know. Yeah. And, and I love that. And, you know, you do walk in, everyone, so to be honest, volunteers have asked me, and do I really want to be hanging out somewhere where a whole bunch of people could be COVID positive? And I'm like, dude, this is the safest place you ever going to be. you got PPE on, mm-hmm. you're in a mask that's a medical mask, you're wearing it right, you've been coached in your personal protective equipment. So it really is a safe place to volunteer and to come. I mean, yeah. compared to, say, another environment where you have no idea who's next to you. Yeah. Um, you're, you're around a whole bunch of people who get tested a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I got tested that night, even though I was just yeah. volunteering. Um, and people don't need an appointment or anything. Is that true? Absolutely. Um, it, you know, it's it's hard to plan and it's hard for something to feel like a part of your life if you've always got to make an appointment. Mm-hmm. Here's the one thing in your world. you got to make an appointment for the dentist, the doctor, the hair salon, the dog groomer. Nobody needs another appointment on their um, calendar. Now, having said that, some people love the planning. That's excellent. Um, and you can get a different kind of test that's not rapid, at, as you pointed out, the assessment center even if you don't have symptoms. So just keep that in mind. If you're a planner person, you can definitely make an appointment. But this is just low-key, listen, you don't need to make an appointment, popping down for a bite to eat or just finishing up your work week, and you're like, oh, I want to go get tested and make sure everything is still cool. I thought I was negative. Now I know it. So you come by, walk in, walk out, four or five minutes, you're done. Yeah, walk-ins only. (laughs) You can't say that for everything (laughs) nowadays. (laughs) 
so my last question for you is, um, you know, volunteering. How does one volunteer for these pop-up events? Do you need medical background? And I suspect no, because I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and Ivy, you were excellent, but we didn't make an exception for you. Um, that's <laughs> true of everyone. Um, so basically, we'll provide any training that anyone needs. If you want to volunteer, you see this as part of what you want to do for a few hours every couple of weeks as part of the COVID effort. Thank you, number one. We really appreciate it. Um, this is about the community owning their own safety, and I really, really appreciate people doing it. Uh, there is a sign-up sheet. Um, getting to it uh, is something we're working on, but at the moment, it's been word of mouth, to be honest. Um, but if you do want to volunteer, we have been getting people to go to the Nova Scotia Health Volunteers site, and they've been actually forwarding us some folks' names. Definitely don't have to have a medical background. Definitely don't have to ever have done anything in personal care, paramedicine, or anything else. We've had um, retired librarians, real estate agents, lawyers, um, people who have been on a break from university who've been amazing. And quite honestly, health professionals are awesome, but at least, you know, especially those doctor types. They're hard to retrain into a different model and a different way of thinking. And um, we love this kind of hospitality feel to this. Thank you and and lots of relaxed feeling. Um, people without a medical background are amazing at it, especially if they've been from the hospitality uh, industry or the business industry. They already know how to treat people like a customer. And it's they have been our most amazing volunteers. They get it right away and they connect with people. And that's really what we're looking for. Yeah, the person I volunteered with was a vet, uh, was an engineer, and she was swabbing noses, and she was kind of like a veteran at it. She's done like five shifts, and she was a great resource for me uh, while I was volunteering. So anybody yeah. can volunteer, I guess. So that's that's great. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, Dr. Barrett, for or Lisa, because I, I yes, did swab your please. nose. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure talking to you and finding out more about the COVID pop-up testing sites. So thanks again. Oh, thanks for having me on. And uh, I'm hoping we're going to see a ton more people and a ton more testing events. Looking forward to it. I'll see you this weekend, actually. (laughs) Dr. Lisa Barrett is a clinician scientist with expertise in infectious disease and human immunology with the Faculty of Medicine with Dalhousie University and is the principal investigator on the research team for Senescence, Aging, Infection, and Immunity Lab, or SAIL. We talked to her about COVID-19 pop-up testing events taking place throughout the province. Follow her on Twitter at Lisa Barrett ID or search SAIL, that's S-A-I-L, on dal.ca. As always, Downtown Halifax Business Commission strives to provide the latest COVID-19-related information as the province revises restrictions. DHBC continues to follow the directives of the Nova Scotia Health Authority. Check DHBC's main COVID-19 resource page for businesses and for the public at downtownhalifax.ca slash COVID-19. The provincial state of emergency has been renewed and remains in effect until noon, February 21, 2021. Premier Stephen McNeil and Dr. Robert Strang, Nova Scotia's Chief Medical Officer of Health, announced on February 5th easing of certain public health restrictions to allow events and other gatherings. The easing of the following restrictions came into effect on February 8th and will be in effect until 11.59 p.m. on March 7th. 
Retail businesses can operate at 75% capacity. Fitness facilities can operate at 75% capacity and must maintain three meters between people during high-intensity activities, both indoors and outdoors. Recognized businesses and organizations can resume hosting events with 150 people outdoors or 50% of a venue's capacity to a maximum of 100 indoors. These events must stop any food or alcohol service by 10 p.m. and end by 11 p.m. These events include social events, arts and culture events, sports and recreation events, special events, festivals, faith gatherings, weddings with receptions, and funerals with visitation and receptions. These events include bingo, darts, and other similar activities hosted by licensed and unlicensed establishments. These gathering limits also apply to meetings and training hosted by private businesses or organizations, provincial and municipal government, first responder organizations, mental health and addiction support groups, and organized clubs. Organized clubs can host activities for all ages and follow the day camp guidelines to have cohorts of up to 15 within the larger indoor or outdoor gathering limits. Spectators are allowed at events, including sports games and practices and arts and culture rehearsals and performances, except when they are held at schools. Large facilities that already have approved plans can resume hosting events with multiple groups of 100 that are kept separate with their own entrances and exits and their own washrooms. Center 200 in Sydney and Scotiabank Center in Halifax can have multiple groups of 150. The general gathering limit remains 10. This applies to household and informal gatherings and events that are not hosted by a recognized business or organization. There is no change to hours for restaurants and licensed establishments. They must stop service at 10 p.m. and close at 11 p.m. There will be no exceptions to close later when there are special sports events. These hours also apply to all types of gatherings hosted by recognized businesses and organizations as appropriate. Sports teams and individual competitors are still restricted to playing and competing with other teams and people with whom they routinely play or compete. These are just some of the restrictions that may affect businesses, employees, and visitors in downtown Halifax. For more information and a full list of restrictions, visit the Nova Scotia Health Authority website at novascotia.ca slash coronavirus. And now for BizBuzz. And now it's time for the fun part of the show, BizBuzz. Lauren Landry, our Marketing and Communications Coordinator, is here along with Ivy. Hi, Lauren and Ivy. Hi. Hello. Today on BizBuzz, Lauren has some business updates and milestones, and I have some updates on what is open in downtown Halifax, African Heritage Month, and Dine Around. And we'll talk about Random Acts of Kindness Week, March Break in downtown Halifax, and the Open Online Digital Grant. So, Lauren, let's start with you. What do you have for us? Downtown Halifax's own Andrew Alcori is returning to MasterChef Canada Back to Win. The show airs on Sundays at 10 p.m. on CTV beginning February 14th. When the shows air, Andrew's restaurant in downtown, Afrit, will be holding viewing events and special takeout menus to match each episode. I know I'm definitely going to have to check them out. I think it's going to be so cool to watch him cook on TV while eating his food. We're all wishing you the best of luck, Andrew. Jenna Osterholt, owner of the Ville Caffeine Bar on Sackville Street, was featured on CBC News segment Owning It. Jenna talks all about owning a business in the midst of COVID-19, how she got started, and more. To see the interview for yourself, you can click on the link in this episode's podcast description. Congratulations, Jenna. Pizza Girls and Catch at 1560 Grafton Street will be closed for the month as they install a new franchise. Co-owner Connor Stoilov hasn't named either the former or new franchisee just yet. 
We look forward to seeing what they have in store, and as always, Downtown Halifax Business Commission will keep you updated. A big congratulations to Ewan McGinty and John Wilson, the co-owners of Ocean Optometry, for becoming proud new owners of 5420 Blower Street, home of Ocean Optometry since it opened in 2013. Thanks, Lauren. So let's talk about what's open in downtown Halifax. As Ivy mentioned earlier in this episode, restrictions were eased this month, so spectators are now allowed at sport and theater events, and larger facilities like the Halifax Convention Center can resume hosting events again. This is all amazing news. So the Halifax Mooseheads welcomed fans back to the Scotiabank Center on Friday, February 12th. Just a heads up that for the next few games, they're honoring tickets that were purchased for games that were to take place in December and January that were postponed. And no word yet on when the Halifax Convention Center or Neptune Theatre plan on hosting in-person events again, but we will keep you updated once we know. And of course, restaurants are open again for dine-in service, retail stores are open, and all the attractions in downtown Halifax are open. So in a nutshell, downtown Halifax is open again for business. Come on down, visit us in person, we've missed you. For more information about what is open in downtown Halifax, visit downtownhalifax.ca slash open. February is African Heritage Month. This year, the theme is Black History Matters. And throughout this month, we'll be highlighting downtown Halifax, Black-owned and Black-led businesses, as well as showcasing downtown businesses that feature African and or African Nova Scotian heritage and products. If your business is Black-owned, Black-led, or is featuring African and or African Nova Scotian products, email communications at downtownhalifax.ca, and we'll showcase your business on our social media channels. Dine Around is currently on and runs until the end of this month. As we've mentioned on previous episodes, Dine Around is a special promotion that was started a few years ago by the Restaurant Association of Nova Scotia, also known as RANS, and Discover Halifax, where restaurants around the city offer special fixed-price menus ranging from $10 to $50. And this year, restaurants are offering dine-in, takeout, and delivery options, and hotels are also participating in Dine Around, so you can make a night of it. Dine Around has been growing every year, and it is such a great program. The varying price points help make it accessible for everyone to participate, and it's such a great way to support our local restaurants and cafes who've been struggling so much during the pandemic. For more information on Dine Around 2021, you can visit dinearoundhfx.com, and there are almost 40 food establishments and seven hotels participating in downtown Halifax. Check out all the downtown Halifax businesses taking part in Dine Around at downtownhalifax.ca slash dinearound. Switching gears, the week of February 14th to 20th is Random Acts of Kindness Week, and DHBC was invited by Inside Optometry to participate in this initiative that encourages people to make kindness the norm. We gladly accepted this invitation, so all week this week until February 20th, we are encouraging people to be kind to our local businesses on Instagram. We're also running a giveaway where we are asking people to show us how they're being kind to local businesses by posting a photo and using the hashtag R-A-K-D-T-H-F-X. The winner will win a $100 gift card to a local downtown business. Wondering how you can be kind to local businesses? Well, you can order takeout or delivery from a local restaurant or cafe. You can choose to buy from small local businesses instead of an international retailer. Or you can surprise a business with a special treat like coffee for the office or some flowers from another downtown business. And, of course, you can always show your favorite business some kindness online by posting about them or sharing their posts. And those are just a few ideas to get you started. So make sure you're following at Downtown Halifax on Instagram this week. And for more information on Random Acts of Kindness Week, visit downtownhalifax.ca slash R-A-K. 
March break is also sneaking up on us. This year, March break is the week of March 15th, and we're teaming up with our friends at Discover Halifax and Develop Nova Scotia to showcase all the family-friendly activities you can do in downtown Halifax for March break. Starting in early March, we'll be highlighting different March break ideas and activities, and we'll be hosting special March break giveaways on Facebook and Instagram. Again, make sure you're following at Downtown Halifax on Facebook and Instagram to keep up to date with what is happening. And if you're a business in downtown Halifax and you're offering a March break promotion or package, let us know. Email communications at downtownhalifax.ca and we'll help you spread the word. And finally, Downtown Halifax Business Commission launched the new Open Online Digital Grant earlier this month. This grant is available to all Downtown Halifax members to help them either get online or to improve their online presence with grants of up to $2,500, including tax. Grants are being awarded on a first-come, first-served basis until Friday, February 26th, or until the funds allotted for the grant are depleted. For more information and to apply, visit downtownhalifax.ca slash open online. Again, you must be a member of Downtown Halifax and located in the downtown area to apply for this grant. So before we sign off, let's talk about Downtown Halifax experiences. Lauren and Ivy, what have you guys been up to in the past two weeks? Uh, well, I've been to uh, Buddha Ramen uh, with a couple of friends for lunch. Yes. And if you recall from previous episodes, I do have an unhealthy addiction to ramen and noodles. <laughs> so you know I have not been to Buddha Ramen yet. It is so I good. I need to go. I need to go. It's one of the go-to places for me uh, for comfort food when you want yes. something hot. And it, it was a so really it, yeah, it was a really cold day that day. And uh, two of my friends and I went there, and we just loved it. Um, my two friends had the the meaty ones, the meaty ramen, uh, a little bit spicy. One of them had a spicy one, and I had uh, the vegetarian one, which was nice. really good. Um, so they have a really good setup there. Uh, they're pretty spaced out. Everyone's spaced out, and they'll take your contact information as you as you come in. So that was that was a good experience. I hadn't been to Buddha Ramen since the pandemic, so it was good to be back. Um, and then um, a friend of mine and I went to Gahan House uh, last week for lunch, and I had the burrito bowl uh, with salmon on top, and it was yes. oh, really so good. good, so good. I feel like and the Gahan House is always good. You know, you it's always reliable and good food. Consistent, and, yeah. And it's I very love consistent. the atmosphere it's just nice yeah and the atmosphere was um not what i expected I, it was busy it was good um yeah, that's it, great. you know everybody was still spaced out but it was a busy lunchtime crowd it was almost like pre-pandemic it didn't feel like we were you know still living through a pandemic nice so great. that was that was really nice it was the lunchtime crowd and my my friend had fish tacos which you know looked really great as well so yeah good experience so those are good to, it's good to know that those two places are open for lunch i feel like places are slowly starting to open again during mm-hmm. lunchtime which is great um yep. yeah so those are two good recommendations to go if you're downtown halifax during lunchtime what about you lauren well, I did a couple things. So I think it was last weekend uh, or the weekend before that, a couple of my friends and I went and grabbed a couple drinks at the Ale House downtown. And then nice. we went across the street and we went to the Grafton Street Dinner Theater and we watched Drag After Dark with House of Rivers. They were performing and they did such an amazing job. It was the most fun I think I've ever had with my group of friends. They had uh, the dinner theater was spaced out really well. You bought your table online 
So I bought it with six of my friends. We had our own reserved table. You could get kind of like little appetizer snack foods. And then they had a whole drink menu named after drag queens and drag queen terms. So that was so much fun. I had such a blast. That sounds, that that, sounds amazing. That does sound fun. I've never been to one of their no, shows. No, me neither. I've them and I've seen that there are shows being listed around, but they're always sold out so quickly. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the the Carlton has something like that. Yes, too. the Carlton. Yeah, drag brunch. Yeah. They do sell out so quickly. So I actually bought the tickets before I asked my friends and was just kind of betting on them saying yes. So luckily they did. <laughs> um, and then last weekend, I also met up with a couple friends and I went over to Niche. And that's actually just right across the street from where our office is. So on Friday when I got off work, I just met them over there. And that was great. We got some drinks and some nachos. And that's in the Maritime Center. Yeah, yeah. And it was very affordable. Uh, it was really nice, really big. I've never been in there, but I've de- I've been recommended to go there before and definitely going to have to go back for sure. Yeah, I think that's uh, their new space that overlooks Salter mm-hmm. Street now. So, yeah. yeah, I think I don't know if they're, that's their permanent space in the in the Maritime Center, but either way, it is still a good space. And um, they have I think it is. I think it might be their permanent. They're permanent. Space. That they're going to yeah. stay there after the renovation. Well, I think so. Space. Cool. Anything else? And today we got two doors down the whole office as we watched the State of the Municipality. That was my first time getting two doors down. It was really good. I got the haddock taco and the kale salad, same as you, yeah. Alana. And it was I love the so kale Caesar salad from two doors down. It is garlicky, but it is so good. Yeah, I've had it before. Think, it's really good. I think it's like one of my favorite Caesar salads. Mm-hmm. It has like the crispy capers on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. So good. And I had the pad thai uh, with uh, scallops and shrimp, and it was really good too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was good to be able to have lunch, you know, together in the office and, you know, support a downtown business and mm-hmm. watch the mayor virtually. Uh, yes, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a Halifax Chamber of Commerce event, um, an annual event. So that was that was great because usually we're in the convention center yeah. uh, having lunch. You know, it's a kind of a bit of a posh business mm-hmm. uh, event. Um, but, you know, this was a little bit more casual, obviously, but it was nice to be able to be together and and support the business down downtown so yeah. yeah I think in some ways there's an argument to do it virtually every year <laughs> because it, I think more people had access to watch it um, and it was just nice to be able to have an excuse to get lunch get taken yeah I mean my suggestion go, would do it in, yeah. would be to do both once yeah. the, oh, yeah, the pandemic left. <laughs> but I think the argument there is to keep doing some yeah. of this virtually also yeah. yeah give people that option I totally yeah um, yeah, so I, I know we've probably talked about this before, but um, on on the weekends, I come downtown, my daughter's dance at Halifax Dance, so we always go somewhere afterwards to get something to eat, so we popped into Cap'n Coffee, and they are open again for dining, you can sit, um, it's very comfortable, they ask you to limit yourself to about an hour, which is plenty of time to eat, um, and even just chat for a bit, um, so they have these really great sandwich deals, they're like five ninety five or something, six bucks, and you get like really young yummy sandwiches with with a little couple chips and a pickle <laughs> it's the best lunch uh and they also have amazing chocolate chip cookies my husband who's always like oh we shouldn't eat sweets even agreed that it was an amazing chocolate chocolate chip cookie what Bob says yeah, don't eat sweets sometimes he thinks we should be more healthier but i'm like ah oh, whatever um <laughs> and they're huge and i actually had to go i had to make a, make a second trip and get more because he ate 
them all. So there you go. I love cabin coffees. Yeah. Sometimes, I don't know if this is controversial to say that I eat a BLT for breakfast. Some people think that that's really wrong, but uh, if I'm running late in the morning, I don't know. Some people think it's a strict lunch food, but (laughs) but, (laughs) maybe brunch. I don't know. When I'm running late in the morning, I always grab a BLT, a cap and coffee. So and, I mean, and if they're yeah. going to give me potato chips at 9 in the morning, I'm going to eat them. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and my, If they my, offer it, then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> my older daughter loves breakfast sandwiches, and she said it was the best breakfast sandwich she's ever had. I know she's only eight, but I feel like that's high praise coming from a picky <laughs> child. Yeah. Um, it's eight years of critiquing breakfast sandwiches. That's right. a lot. That's right. So the other place I went was the Old Triangle. I was there last weekend. So I'm actually uh, on the St. Patrick's Day Parade Committee. Unfortunately, there won't be a parade this year. They're doing a virtual event that you can watch um, on, I think it's March 14th. There'll be more information coming out about that. But we were there for the meeting. Because, of course, you have to have a St. Patrick's Day parade meeting at the Old Triangle. And I had the fish and chips. And it's also another place that's open for lunch if you're looking for a good lunch spot to go. And it's always good. The fish and chips is always great. Um, and it was very economical to just get one piece um, for lunch. It was great. And then recently this week, we popped into the Discovery Center. We are shooting some photos there right now. And it was just great to go to the center. They are open from Thursday to Sundays. Um, and you can book online either more or an afternoon time slot. They have their Joy Lab exhibit, which is open until uh, I think it's the end of March now, so it'll be open during uh, March break. And it is it is such a great place to go for kids. It just reminded me that I have to get there again with my own kids. So I'm going to book a time slot for March break for sure. And I think they're actually going to be open that full week for March break, and we'll have more information about that on maybe the next episode. So yeah, the yep. Joy Lab, the Joy Lab exhibit was really good. Like I, I took Leo to that mm-hmm. um, last fall, yes. and he really enjoyed it. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I was actually with Alana when we walked uh, through the Discovery Center, and I had never been there before. It sounds like I haven't been anywhere. I'm not from here originally, which is why. <laughs> but um, we walked through the Discovery Center. It was my first time in there, and it was so amazing. It's such mm-hmm. an incredible space that they have. And I was telling Alana I need to figure out a way to get my younger brother to go with me so I don't look weird walking in there by myself because I want to go back. It looks so Well, fun. there's nothing wrong with that. And, I, and they do ha- they pre-pandemic, they would have, like, nights – Yes, they were telling us that. Yeah. So hopefully they'll bring those back when things settle Definitely. a little bit more. But yeah, yeah. They're, so yeah, and they used to have events like they used to have a Valentine's night, a, mm-hmm. a party on Valentine's Day for adults, and they of course don't do that now. This year they won't be doing it. So yeah, it's for kids of all ages. Yeah, it's for kids of all ages. Yeah, you can totally go. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's it. I guess that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us for BizBuzz this week. Thanks, Alana. This concludes episode 42 of Downtown Lowdown, recorded on February 11th, 2021. For more information, go to downtownhalifax.ca slash podcast. Please rate and subscribe to Downtown Lowdown, and don't forget to follow at Downtown Halifax on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.